Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 101. I am your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have with us the creative team of Bigfoot Nose Karate, Dan Price and Casey Allen. Dan and Casey, thanks for joining thanks for us tonight. Us. Hey, man, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, yeah this is a good... You know what? It's I, I got to say, it's like the title says it all, and I, and <laughs> <we're>, I got... <laughs> It's 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 we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about it. But I I got to say congratulations in advance for having such an amazing storyline. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. So 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 looking at it, so it's like Dan, this was like kind of a project that you you were having basically with your Latex Avenger and your Masters of Masters of the Obvious Oblivious. What was it? Originally, it was supposed to be a comedy set in that, okay. in that world. Uh, Latex Avenger was my first book that I did. He has a sidekick named Spermicidal Fumwad. They repel crime 99.9% .9 of the time. Very juvenile stuff, but it was what it was for the time of my life. Uh, Masters of the Obvious, I did that later on, and that was a PG version of Latex Avenger, but it was a sci-fi space parody. They flew around in a flying toaster through space called the USS Screensaver. You had Dr. Biclops, the visible woman. You can't miss the visible woman. Dr. Biclops had two eyes. You know, <laughs> was, that kind of thing. They fought the My Little Jabronis and the uh, and the uh, the Pugalos. And it was crazy. So Bigfoot Nose Karate was going to fit beautifully into that, uh, into that world. Right. But then... Uh, Things change, you know. I mean, I kind of I'd gotten out of comics. I was raising a family at the time, and uh, there were other things going on in my life. And you know, here we are, like seven years later. It was time to do something different. It was just time to do something different. And uh, so, Bigfoot is like nothing like those satire parody books that I was doing previously. This is hardcore action adventure. You know, Godzilla meets Kong versus Kill Bill. I mean, Godzilla versus Kong meets Kill Bill. You know right. what I mean? This is there's a there's there's a bit of horror going on it. There's a bit of the mystic mystical going on in there. It's and like you know, I, what's in a name? That's where it all started. What's in a name, right? And uh, kind of expounded on that concept. Didn't want to do anything trite. And you know, so I was working on some ideas. Casey's been talking to me for years. You got to do something with this concept. And there was the only person that I could think of who was going to, you know, herd the cat properly, so to speak. Me being the cat was going to be Casey. So I had to get him in here, and he's been keeping my mind straight ever since. Thank you, Casey. And so, so Casey, how did you? So you jumped in, and you're and you're also you work with like was it Voodoo Chili? Is uh... Voodoo Child? Um, Voodoo Child. Okay. Hmm. Uh, just so happened to have, have a copy of that right here. Um, <laughs> uh, Voodoo Child comic is uh, is a comic I'm I'm doing currently with uh, Pete Woods, who is not the Pete Woods from Iron Man and all the other stuff, but Pete Woods from England, who is my Pete Woods, and he is awesome. Um, but uh, it, it's a um, it's like a horror voodoo heist comic set in Vietnam, and. Uh, I, but I actually met Dan through a group called the Comic Jam. Okay. And the Comic Jam is an online workshop that pairs artists and writers together. Um, 
once a week, we collaborate on one-page stories. So a writer has a week to do his one-page story. And uh, at the end of the week, I'll pair that script up to an artist. And they get a month to do it because it takes a little bit longer for to do to do the art. Right. And then uh, we'll letter it. And then we post it up on the comicjam.com. It's a great way to build up your portfolio and meet people who are like-minded and want to do the same thing that you're doing. It's so hard to find your tribe when you do something as, um, as such a tiny community as comics. Mm. Uh, I never thought that comics would be something that would be available to me. I live in Birmingham, Alabama or 30 minutes outside of Birmingham, Alabama. I pass cows on my way to house on the way to my house. Uh, I never thought that comics would be something that I could do because it's either New York or LA and everything in between is just a void or so I thought. And then, you know, the internet happened. And uh, so that's how I met the people that I'm collaborating with. And, and Dan, uh, I met him via the comic jam. I saw his work on Instagram. I thought it was fantastic. Um, he joined the jam for a little while did some really amazing pieces with us. And uh, ever since, I just thought he was the greatest dude ever. Um, and uh, it, it's one thing to... <laughs> Go ahead, to meet You keep telling me I'm great. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it's one thing to, to meet and acknowledge like somebody that is good at their craft, but to also find out that that person is a good person. It's a good, decent human being. That's who you want to work with. You could be the best artist on the planet. You could be the best writer on the planet. If you're a jerk, nobody wants to be around you. So th this is where the utility of, of, you know, the comic jam comes in because you meet these people, you get to know them. And, uh, you know, we, I try to keep it clean, try to keep everybody. Uh, I try to make sure everyone is nice and not a, a jerk. I'm watching my language. Um, so uh, we don't run into any issues. And so far I, I've been, it's been a wealth of good people. And, and Dan is one of those people. I was going to say, Casey, a, oh, go ahead. Real sorry, quick, I just want to say like he, Casey, I mean, look, Casey's the nicest guy in comics. Okay. Period. End of story. It's uh, it, but well, he is. I mean, look, he takes, he takes everybody from the comic jam under his wing. And uh, I mean, cause he runs that show. And, uh, you know, and it's encouraging people when they need help is, you know, we'll give ideas and advice and that sort of thing when they need it. It's 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 pretty fantastic. Oh, cool. He's pulling it up. Um, and uh, what has been great about Casey is, you know, when I walked away from comics several years ago and it was time to dip my toes back in the water, the jam totally allowed me to come back in or come in and you know do a few pieces. Casey and I got to work on a couple together and uh, it was that that comfort level there is translated into what a couple of years of us not working together, you know, and still keeping in contact with each other. And then, um, Casey, you you moving? Oh, there you are. Okay, um, you were so frozen for a second. Oh but no, we, we didn't keep in contact for a while. Or we kept in contact. We weren't working together, but I couldn't think of anybody better to work with on this because, I mean, we we talk on the phone what two three times a week probably. Yeah, you know yeah. whether it's Bigfoot or otherwise, just talking about our kids, our jobs, whatever. So, 
it's pretty fantastic. It's a good working relationship for sure. Now, is the comic gym, is this something that's like a membership thing or how does this work? So basically like we use discord to communicate mm. um, and if you know, find us on social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter and um, I'll kind of give you a boilerplate boilerplate message explain what we do how we do it and uh if you're into it and i see that you're not a jerk because i I totally (laughs) totally i will get on there and i will spy on you uh, on your your feed and make sure you're not you know somebody that i i wouldn't want talking to my children um then i'll send you uh an invite because it i mean it we we had somebody who was really just a solid solid artist um but i I got on his uh on his twitter feed and he was just a nasty nasty person and i Mm. did not want that in my life Mm. and uh as an as an adult that's one thing as i get older i'm like if like life's too short to to work with people who are negative and uh, nasty so uh that guy didn't get an invite but most of the time and it's we're open to to all skill levels we want to teach people how to do this stuff follow your passion wow that's awesome so you got so that's how the two of you met is through comic jam yeah i did a thing about space sharks and i got a piece of art amazing (laughs) what's his name sam silveri i think his name was the writer if i got that right mississippi yeah yeah, see, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got this amazing piece of uh the script. It was uh space sharks attacking this spaceship. I'm like, I want to draw this so badly, you have no idea. And Drew, I mean, and look in the Austin Powers point of view, I had to give them lasers coming off their heads because every shark needs <laughs> lasers, right? So that was my own little personal joke on that mo- on that comic, but it was fun and it was that, slick. It was it, it was fun, great. and then we did then Casey and I worked on a uh, Steve Ditko tribute when when Ditko passed away. We did a Steve Ditko tribute piece uh, that was uh, that kind of you ever seen that uh, fake uh, Jack Kirby design for Spider Man? Have you ever seen that piece of artwork that somebody was passing around a few years back? It's no. nuts. He he had a web gun and he had like the the cuffed boots that uh, Kirby yeah like Kirby uh, style cuff boots like the big like piratey boots. <laughs> So, but you know, but Kirby wrote, drew the Amazing Fantasy 15 uh, comic cover, you know. So, we went with the idea of what if Kirby was originally supposed to draw the Spider Man comic and then the notes said, This isn't working, let's get let's get Steve on the job. And that was the we we kind of reworked that first those that first sequence of that's it, okay, that's it, and that's the artwork we uh, that's the design we used for Spider Man in that Amazing Fantasy 15 kind of work up that we did and it was it was a great piece it was a lot of fun uh mm. casey wrote a hell of a piece on that one so the two of you so as you as you're saying earlier dan uh casey was uh bugging you about bigfoot knows karate mm-hmm. and to a point now how long ago was that was this about a year or so ago was this no it started in 2018 okay wow <laughs> yeah this started in 2018 yeah. Uh, I, I started doing the sketches for him because I came up with the idea around 2015, somewhere around there, right. and then did the sketches 2017, 2018, and started posting those on Instagram. And then we, uh, 
And then you got to do something with the book. He said that a few other people said that Christopher Speck, <laughs> a bunch of folks were telling me I got to do something with it. And then my wife said to me in December of 2020, she said to me, it's time for you to do another book. Look, the kids are getting older. You have, you've taken a lot of time away from this stuff. You love doing it. You know, mm -hmm. why don't you go ahead and do another creator own book? And I'd been doing some stuff for Halloween man and Guano guy comics and a couple of other things. And it was like, okay, but I'm not going back to the well, no latex Avenger, no masters of the obvious. I did the thing for Stan Lee foundation. That I own the copyright too, but I want to no, know this is something new, Bigfoot, you know? And, um, like I said, I mean, it's it's action, it's adventure, it's got a little bit of horror, a lot of psychological stuff going on in it. It's uh, and there's some funny moments too. I mean, look, I write comedies, you know, historically, so there's going to be some funny stuff in it. But you know, it's over the top. Everything's very over the top. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to look at the preview pages or not, but the uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so it starts off, you know, the concept in the first issue, it's called Bigfoot Knows Karate, uh, Hunter Prey. And we really look at, examine the concept of anybody can be a hunter and anybody can be a prey at any given time. So um, really trying to bring a different uh, vibe to the artwork. You know, there's a lot of realism in comics these days. Hey, great. That's awesome if you're into it. Me personally, I want to see something outside, like fantastical. You know, I want to see something that's different, that the artwork evo uh, evokes a mood that goes with the story, you know, and we're not just, you know, moving a camera around. I really want this to be reflect, re the artwork to be reflective of what's happening in the story as we're going. So. And, and so when you put this together, so you have a seven page preview that's available that people can mm -hmm. see at any time. Now your Kickstarter is coming out. October 13th. October 13th. Okay. And, and it's going to be a 28 page, 28 page. 30. Book. 30. 30. We, we, we upped it. <laughs> yeah. Casey laugh, laugh, laugh. Y'all. <laughs> We were going through and pacing out some things here recently. And, you know, and I said, and I, I was like, we got to, we got to extend the book. I don't want to extend the book, but we got to extend the book. I don't want to extend the book, but we got to extend the book. And, you know, <laughs> so he agreed we, we needed to extend the book. So there, we just, you know, there was too many things happening right on top of each other. We just needed a little breathing room. We both agreed. And so, um, six more pages to go, you know, to finish drawing it. So, um, but that's our commitment to everybody on Kickstarter. This book will be done before it goes to Kickstarter. Period. Okay. This, and do you, and do you okay. have, you know, you know, you know, for that? So how did it work between the two of you, Casey? Is like, so you you kind of pushed Dan to do this. Now, what was your of uh, your duty as the co-writer? What was how did that banter work? How did, who did what with the with the script? So here it's the most unique way I, I, I've ever written a script before because normally I'm you know, I'm very, um, I'm not precious with my scripts. Like I, if my artist sees something, they're drawing the page, they know what they're doing. You have mm -hmm. to trust your artist. Um, but, uh, I've never had such a fully collaborative, uh, script writing process. See my initial, um, goal when I came onto this project, I was just going to edit. Mm. Um, and, Dan really wanted a, a hand in the writing process. And I said, well, what do you have? And he, he sends me this file and it's this fully realized story. And he's, he had the breakdowns, like the, the basic plot. 
hmm. completely down. And then uh, I just did the breakdowns and uh, kind of added some dialogue, pass it to him. He looked at it and said, I don't know if, can, can I say a character's name? Yeah, yeah, have fun. I don't know if Kung Fu Thulu would talk like this. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll be on a, on a phone call and we'll, we'll seriously talk for an hour about how would a Kung Fu Thulu talk? And we'll go through that and uh, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll throw some stuff down and we'll go back and forth on it. And, you know, then we have those pages written and it, it's, I, I wouldn't be able to do this with someone that I didn't trust because this is one of those things where as a writer, somebody who is only a writer, I'm not like Dan. I, I have, I can draw stick men. That's it. I can, ba- I can barely play the drums behind me. I, I have nothing else, but, <laughs> um, so when it comes to writing, I want to make sure that what I'm doing doesn't, isn't bad. And, uh, so I have to trust Dan and I totally trust Dan. Um, so we're, we're tossing back and forth and the whole goal is to get the most rad book into your hands. I'm watching my language <laughs> the most rad <laughs> book in your hands you know, at the, you know, by the time this book ships and uh, we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I've, when I write, I'll put notes in for Dan and uh, <laughs> occasionally I will say, you know, blip, 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 make this happen. Deal with it, art boy. And yeah, uh, the does. other day, deal with an art boy. That's the note I get. <laughs> the other, the other day, um, when we decided we needed a few more pages to to make the uh, the story happen, Dan ended the call with, "Deal with it, writer boy." <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's fun. We're having a blast, and um, having a blast. Seriously, also, I, I saw him delete a a gif live while we were editing the thing i was walking my dog in the yard and i put this really disturbing gif of of somebody getting their eye like hurt uh because it, it was story centric it had yeah. there was a point to it but uh it, it was from the uh fellini film from like the 50s i can't think of the name of it, it. eight and a half no an eight and a half it was uh it was the one that he collaborated with um Mustache dude. Oh, uh, mustache dude, Dolly, <laughs> Dolly, Salvador, Dolly, yeah, Salvador, Dolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mustache, mustache dude. dude. Everybody likes him. He's an art <laughs> yeah. You got Salvador Dolly and you got Handlebar Pete. Which one's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's that film. But uh, yeah, he um, there, somebody gets their eyeball sliced open with a razor, and I put that in the script, uh, and it was too disturbing for Dan. And he erased it in front of me. Uh, and, it was uh, go- it been in there for weeks. I couldn't handle it anymore. This <laughs> gift <laughs> over and over again. This eyeball is getting sliced. I couldn't handle it anymore. Man. We were pouring over the page, and he was like, "You know what? To heck with this!" Bloop. And then I just saw it disappear into the ether. I was like, "All right, all right." God bless Google Docs, man. You know, it's a collaborative effort. 
So, and it is, it's a collaborative effort, this project. I mean, cause like, you know, I mean, as much as, you know, I'm sticking my nose in where the, where the artist he's or where the writing is, he's helping me out, you know, giving me ideas for the artwork and things mm -hmm. like that. And uh, so it's going really well. I mean, it's just been a, it's been a really just easygoing working relationship. And I, I couldn't have asked for anything better than that. But yeah, I do want to say something that, yeah, we uh, we do have a Cthulhu in the comic. So uh, that is uh, a very big, very big part of the comic because there's a very nice big fat slugfest between uh, Bigfoot and those karate and Kung Fu Thulu. So um, <laughs> we're going to have a good time with that for sure. But that's and, not a surprise because I see that I like on some. Fan yeah, it's on the artwork. some of the yes. artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The artwork. Yeah, it's just not in the preview artwork as I think right. that's where Casey was coming from. So, so, yeah, there's a lot. Go ahead. It's it's funny. So like, Dan kept drawing the the um, Bigfoot character, and uh, he's like, I'm, I'm putting a story together. I you know, I was like, well, if you're gonna do a comic with a Bigfoot man, you gotta throw another cryptid in there. Maybe a Kung Fu Thulu. And he was like, the next day, the next day, he had this guy designed. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's brilliant. Kung Fu Thulu is an amazing name for a character. I couldn't wait to get my hands on that. Oh, I, I'm, yeah. I love a good portmanteau. Awesome. So, <laughs> and do you. So so, to, so Dan and and, K is, and and Casey, you know, with 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 Voodoo Child and and your and and Dan with your Latex Avenger and and um, and Masters of the Oblivious, obvious, obvious, obvious. Okay. would have been better though, actually, but <laughs> yeah, obvious. Uh, did you did you did the did you both put in any Easter eggs for your readers that knew your other stuff at all? No, no yeah, no. this is this is Bigfoot knows karate. All on its own. Yeah. 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 The, uh, you know, for me, everything that I had done previously was so rooted in pop culture, was so rooted in in jokes, movie quotes, things right. like that. Hell, I wrote a, I wrote a play several years ago that was written entirely in movie quotes from beginning to end. Like, I love that type of stuff. I did. It was, I was it performed at the, uh, Austin, uh, short French, uh, the, uh, Fringe Festival here in Austin. It was a lot of fun. But that's not the point. I mean, but as everything I've done for so long was pop culture, movie quotes, things like that. Not here. This is this is this one will stand on its own. Twenty years from now, you're not going to know what an Opa Gungam style is, and you're not going to need to know that to answer to read this book. You know what I mean? And uh, now I am doing a crossover with. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a comic book called Halloween Man by Drew Edwards. Um, but Drew is uh, he he and I are doing a uh, Halloween Man meets Latex Avenger crossover that's going to be coming out next year, and uh, that one actually has a really big old shiny Easter egg for uh, people who really knew Latex Avenger. Uh, my old art partner on Latex Avenger, Bonadami, um, who was a great guy, wonderful person. He passed away a few years ago, and the artist on uh, on the crossover. Uh, he in panel two, panel one, page two, there's Bond sitting there drawing, looking annoyed at Latex Avenger and Sperm Soft Foam, just looking at him like, because mm, as Bond would have looked at, at anyone else. So, there, there's gonna be some Easter eggs there, but this one, this is right, this is just purely the story. So, how much of the conversations that the two of you have had to create this, uh, book one, Hunter and Prey, what's the What's the what's the meta plot for this? Is there going to be because you call it book one? What's 
what's the idea? I'm sure oh. the two of you have been talking. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got five issues of glory about to be drop on the universe. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you want to approach this, Casey? Because we're on, so we got a lot of kid gloves with this stuff. So go ahead. On the outset, with without giving much away, it sounds just like a slugfest, and issue one certainly lives up to that. There, um, but there's 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 layers to it. There's more to it because we uh, we don't just want an angry Bigfoot going around just whooping up on people. And, um, so there, there's a deeper story to it mm. and, um, it, uh, it has a lot to do with destiny. It has a lot to do with, um, you know, who you are and who you want to be. It has a lot to do with, um, just with, kind of making the best of your current situation. Uh, so that's, that's where we're at. And uh, book one is, is definitely on the um, refusal of the call spectrum of the, uh, the hero cycle. If you, if, if you're versed in your Campbell, mm. but uh, it, it's, it's been a whole lot of fun to write. And um Probably the, probably as a guy who is currently writing a zombie comic that is based in Vietnam, this might be the bloodiest comic I've ever written. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I will occasionally get notes like, all right, is this too much? And he'll, he'll type back more gore. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not into horror movies or anything like that. I'm just couldn't care less. But when I'm drawing this particular <laughs> book, I just let's go over the top and have as much fun with this as we possibly can. And um, one thing that Casey didn't mention, this is kind of a good image to talk about why, why when I'm saying this, uh, isolationism. Um, you know, Bigfoot has been isolated from existence for. No, who's seen a Bigfoot? I've never seen a Bigfoot. You ever seen a Bigfoot? No, you've never seen a Bigfoot. Nobody's ever seen a Bigfoot, you know? And if you lived, if you roamed the world all these years and never had, uh, never had a interaction with somebody, never had the, the, the feeling of, a, uh, of the touch of a loved one, never had even a small conversation about how's the weather, how would that affect you? Mm. You know? And I think that plays very deeply into our Bigfoot's uh, our Bigfoot's personality and psyche. I mean, that there's a, there's a feeling of needing to be accepted uh, of some acceptance there that he's going to find along the way, but it's going to take a while to get there. And now from a world building perspective, did the, is there any backstory on this that's going to be revealed on how Bigfoot knows karate? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> As we both nod our head. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because it's true. He is, and he's gonna. You know, I mean, karate. Uh, you know, I mean, taekwondo. You know, the man knows his stuff. It's beyond. Right. You know, it's just beyond one discipline. It's beyond. This is a comic. You think you, you think you know what it is walking in the door, but it's nothing like that comic. And it's the comic that you've always wanted that you never knew you needed. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my salesmanship right there for you. Hey, come on down and get some snake oil boys. You know, no, it's not quite like that, but it is, it's a, it's a fun, it's going to be a fun ride, but it's going to be a lot deeper than um, I think people are expecting. Hmm. And, and are you going to have other, is there other um, cryptids in, in, involved in it later too? We'll sprinkle a couple of it in here yeah. or there. I think they'll be showing up. What do you think, Case? We got plans, man. We got plans. We got, okay. Yeah, we do. All right. You don't have anything like Chupacabra does yoga or anything like that? or <laughs> Not, You know, I don't think they're all going to be, you know, a, this meets that type of thing. Okay. You know, like, you know, a, you know, a Yankee, you know, what is it? A Jersey devil that, you know, does shiatsu massage. That's probably <laughs> not going to happen. You know Chupacabra what I mean? lives in Ojai. He's, yeah. he's happy. He's settled down. He's yeah. putting all that stuff behind him. All the goat sucking is behind him. And he's just... Did he retire you know, in Ojai, to... California? Exactly. <laughs> he he deals crystals, um, the good kind, and uh, you know he, he wants people to heal and and be relaxed and just chill on good That's vibes. Hilarious. So so a question for for the for the listeners and the viewers that uh, that might be looking at something like this and, and doing uh, you know maybe doing a, a project with a with, with a colleague or a friend did. Did the two of you sit down and actually say, "Hey, listen, I know we've known each other for a few years, but let's let's write up a contract on this"? Or how did that did that happen at all? Or yes, yes, that's something that we're actually finishing that stuff out. But we've got our we've got our terms worked out and what we're doing. So, um, and look, honestly, and that's no offense to Casey or to me, you know, I mean, but like, I want he's my friend. I want it to stay that way. You know what right. I mean? And I, it, it, in case you jump in here anytime you want on yeah, this yeah. part of the discussion. It, but. it was one of those things where I just in terms of like writing contracts, this is something that I've, I've so long done as a hobby. I was really mm-hmm. hesitant at first to want to sign a contract, but the way that he explained it, it was just, you know, CYA all around. And I completely understand that. And I want, you know, I, I, I like Dan. I want Dan to be my friend and mm-hmm. I want, you know, all this to, uh, to have like barriers and, you know, expectations set into place. So, uh, I know what to do. He knows what to do. And then that way we don't, you know, nobody gets on anybody's nerves. And we got, listen, we all got into doing this stuff. Barney, I'm, you'll agree with this because we love it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we do it, but you know, look, fruits of the labor, you'd like to see some of them. Okay, and I'd like to see, you know, I don't look, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a Kickstarter comic book. I mean, first issue, who knows how it's really going to do, right? But if there's an opportunity for Casey to make some money, I want Casey to make some money. You know, I mean, we're in our, what, Casey, you're in your late 30s. I'm in my mid 40s. We're all too old to be working for free. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, my friends and I, we have a kind of running rule with each other. I'm a graphic designer, you know, and they'll ask me, hey, Dan, can you take headshots for me and clean them up for my, you know, for my, for my acting stuff? Or can you design a logo for me or do it? Sure. We'll work at a barter trade sometimes, but most of the time we pay each other because, you know, maybe a nice friends rate or something like that, but we pay each other because we're adults, you know, and that's what adults do is they pay for the things that they purchase. And that's just kind of my attitude. We're just too old to be working for free. I want Casey to make a couple of bucks in this. I mean, hopefully we make a couple of bucks, but, you know, I mean, I think we all agree that let's just get the book out there and see what happens. But 
Mm. You know, at least we got Kickstarter. At least we have a really strong distribution model that we're going to be able to take advantage of during a, t- a time where there's a pandemic and you can't go set up a, ch- a show after show after show safely right now, you know? Right. And frankly, Kickstarter is a stronger distribution arm than I could have going to shows here in Texas or Casey could have going to shows in uh, Alabama. You know, <laughs> we, no fly- there's no flights. There's no hotel costs. There's no, you know, food, yeah. you know, there's no we have no overhead doing it this way. I want to get back to doing some shows sometime, you know, because I haven't done a comic show in like since 2014 or something. Mm. But um, this gives us a good entrance back in me gives me a good entrance, him an entrance, whatever, back into uh, into the into the indie comics universe, basically. And hopefully people will pick up on the comic and enjoy it and we'll We'll have some fun, make an issue two, three, four, and five, you know, and see where it takes. We've got a nice little out at the end if we want to keep, if we want to make issue six, you know, we've got a way to do that. But it's, you know, I just want to get through this this story arc because I think, uh, I think once you read it, you're going to be like, oh, hell, this is really neat. You know, mm-hmm. I was trying to watch my language, Casey. I almost blew it right there. Hey folks, I just wanted to take a quick break and say thank you so much for listening and watching Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. If you can, please subscribe. If you can, hit the like button. Go ahead and leave a review on your favorite podcast app that you might be listening to this on. And remember, always, always support local artists, support local writers, support independent creators. It sure does mean a lot to them. And we will be here at Story Comic to make sure that their voices are being heard. Thank you. So, so talk about talk about the Kickstarter. What can your uh, what can your backers expect from the from it? This is live right now, right, Barney? Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Okay. Um, okay. I talked about it. Uh, I'm not. We're going to talk about the deluxe edition, Casey. I want to go ahead and yeah, start yeah. Let's get into that it. down. Okay. So we're doing three issues, uh, uh, three covers for the book, or two covers and a deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. So there'll be the regular edition art artwork by myself, or the cover artwork by myself. Then Matthew Skillern over at Skillful Studios on Instagram. Uh, is doing the variant cover. I think I showed you that that one, Barney, a moment ago. Right. And then uh, before we got started, and then the uh, third book is a, the third edition is going to be a deluxe edition. I'm doing the artwork for that cover as well. But the 32 page books, you know, 30 story, 30 pages of story plus two pages because you have to do comics in four pages. Uh, we'll do that uh, that original those are regular editions, and then the 44 page. Uh, deluxe edition. Wow. And that's going to have the 30 page, that's going to have the 30 page story in there, plus fan art gallery, plus some sketches of that I've done, plus the, the, the special ingredient that we're really excited about. And I'm going to go ahead and tell them about it now, Casey, because it's right, an well. exclusive uh, story. Yeah. Exclusive. Getting, wow. yeah so we're, we, um, we're doing, um, we're going to do a director's commentary in the book. Oh, okay. Cool. And what it's going to be, or, or you know, readers' commentary, or however you want to call it, creators' commentary, we're going to have a uh, QR code in the book where you scan that QR code that will take you to a video, a private video that'll have myself, Casey, and a few other amazing people on a roundtable discussion, walking through the book page by page. Oh, We've been awesome. so secretive about how we're going to do, what the storyline is, and we're both dying to talk about it. 
But yeah. like, I mean, I was in a podcast last night. So what's his real name? Hey, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> hey, so what about that? I'm not talking about that. You know, and he must have gotten ticked at me a couple of times because I'm like, you know, but, uh, but really, you know, so we're going to do this director's commentary concept. So we'll have a, we'll talk about it page by page. We'll talk about what inspired this, what inspired that, where we're going with this and where we're going with that. Because once you read the end of the first issue, I mean, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to go, oh, my God. Or you're going to go, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> one or the other, you know. We're, we're hoping but, for um, the second. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping for the second. Um, but it's going to be a really fun. I mean, this is going to be it's going to be a fun ride, I think. I think people are going to enjoy what we're doing. Right. It, 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 so uh, and, any discussions, any plans on because uh, I know with, you know, a lot of Kickstarters are now are feeling with the fulfillment of shipping delays. Um, some of them are cutting off international shipping. Uh, is there anything that you've had to, the two of you kind of had to tweak a bit with uh, expectation of any challenges with, with shipping at all? No t-shirts overseas. Yeah. 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 That's, that'll be the, that's the big one. No t-shirts yeah. overseas. We're going to do a limited edition t-shirt. Uh, Josh flower. The artwork was actually in the fan art gallery. Uh, Josh flower did an amazing piece of Bigfoot. So uh, we've worked out an arrangement with him to be able to do that, uh, that piece of artwork as a shirt. So, uh, but the regular, you know, the, everything else will be able to fit in a, in a Gemini mailer basically. So um, that should be go pretty easy. Okay. Just the, the, the t-shirt thing is going to be the hardest thing to do internationally, but we got to get stuff internationally because I've got people in, uh, you know, out in Australia who are ready for copies of this stuff. So we got to right. do it. Yeah. Is that the there one you're is. talking about? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So slap a Bigfoot nose karate logo under his chin there. And that's pretty much what you got going on a shirt. So, wow. yeah, it's beautiful work. I've known Josh for years. He used to uh, be an artist for overgrown comics. And that's uh, we met through a mutual friend and uh, couldn't have been cooler. This is actually like that last one was actually the first piece of uh, or actually the second piece of fan art I got. I was so okay. blown away when that came in. The first one came in like in 2018. But uh, and somebody sent me one. I was like, but then this one came in, and then another, and then another, and then another. <laughs> and it's all in and their style. It's yeah, not it's all trying to ape Dan style, and I love mm -hmm. it. I love that I love it's it. so different. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I love that. You know, I had a gentleman uh, contact me recently. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, asking about a. Uh, He's like, hey, so how did you get all that fan art? Did you like, are you paying them to do that? Or are you doing this? <laughs> or are you doing that? It's like, look, dude, I'm going to give you the straight answer that you're not going to want. I don't know. <laughs> all right. I came, you know, put out the drawings. People started sending them back, you know, and it was, and I am, I, I can't tell you enough. I'm humbled by the amount of artwork that's come in. I mean, and not just the amount of it, just the fact that somebody took the time out of their lives away from their projects, their families, their kids, whatever, their jobs to draw Bigfoot knows karate. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredible to me, you know, I mean, and so it was, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just blown away by it. Uh, every day, every time a new piece comes in, or I just flip through my Instagram feed or go through like the big footnotes karate hashtag on Instagram and just look through that. I'm always like, man, that's, that's insane. Uh, that's just insane. So a, a bit about from the art perspective of it, did you, when you started sketching it out, was there, 
how much of tweaks did you do when actually making it like making sure it had, you know, he had the bare chest or is his outfit was orange or how did, how did that work? It really, I mean, there wasn't a lot of variations. Once I got the idea of what it, what the art style was going to look like, right. the costume came quickly. I didn't have a, you know, that happened really fast and I did not have a, um, I didn't really have a whole lot of variations of it, honestly. Mm. Now, one thing that will happen throughout the series is uh, that's the very first sketch, as it says there in the title, very first oh. sketch. Um, the one thing that will happen in the story is like how fluid that we're being with the story. Bigfoot is fluid, too. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, you finish an episode of Superman and then we we go back and start over the next thing. One thing, you know, he got hurt in the last issue and he's just fine in the next one, you know, That's damage counts, <laughs> damage counts here. Okay. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> there's going to be several uh, things that will change about Bigfoot as we go through the story for sure. I had to ask Dan specifically. I said, Hey man, is it okay if I do this and this stays throughout you know, at least into the next issue, uh, because oh, there, there's there's my dude, love him. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and Dan was like, "Yeah, yeah. If if he gets hurt, he's gonna stay hurt." So yeah, we were. Uh, Dan was very adamant that you know there are consequences to what happens in this story, and uh, so poor. Bigfoot is going to get his ass beat, but he is also going to uh, reciprocate. Sorry mm. for the A word. <laughs> I need to add. I need to add more art to this thing. I've got a bunch more to add to this as I'm looking. Is wild. Like, oh. How much fan yeah. art is is sent in? That's uh, yeah, and it is all fantastic. It is. And, and so. I guess also to the point is like this. What were some of the what were some of the inspirations like? Say for instance, if you know what like what's your elevator pitch? If other than the fact that people can see the title, what would you? What I would mean, you say? yeah, uh, a uh, a uh, what's the elevator pitch? I'm sorry, I just kind of got stumbled on my thoughts. Uh, a gentle cryptid warrior lives in a world where anybody can be a hunter and everyone can be the prey. Bigfoot mm -hmm. knows karate is a confluence of you know, Godzilla versus Kong meets Kill Bill. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, you've got your this meets that and you're kind of an overview of what the story is. But I mean, really, this is the hardest part about this whole process, Barney, is being able to actually explain what the story is without revealing anything. Right. Yeah. You know, um, that's been the hardest part. Look, I'm used to doing one shot comedy comics, you know, I mean, where my hero gets his butt kicked in every single by and every single issue and comes off looking like a jerk, you know, uh, this is different, you know, there's ramifications to everything that happens. And, you know, so help me Casey. <laughs> well, I've, I've had such a blast talking to talking to Dan about all this stuff because we go into such esoteric territory um, talking about this to to nail the story down and everything um it, it's not just you know a hairy dude beating up other things there are consequences there are really really large stakes 
And um, it's one of those things that um, there, there's a little bit of uh, a cult in so much as like the Hellboy film had a cult in it. Like mm. a little bit of that. Oh, not a there's, cult, a cult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I got you. Sorry, my uh, my southern accent sometimes. <laughs> uh, southern's messing me up right now. I can understand what you're saying. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a little bit of that, and, and there's also a uh, almost like a a, a a strange like business aspect that uh, that Dan wanted to put in, and I was like, okay, when when he explained where he wanted to go with this mm -hmm. he um he dropped the kill bill reference and i said okay i'm listening now what what exactly do you mean and he he broke it down and um tread lightly young allen yeah, yeah yeah so <laughs> we i've just been running with that and having a blast with it uh the i love tarantino i love the kill bill films and um I really enjoy going into that territory. Um, a lot less feet stuff than Tarantino normally has, which is creepy. Uh, even though the character's name is Bigfoot, there's karate <laughs> kicks and that's it. That's all we're going with the feet. So, <laughs> so let me ask you, Casey, how, um, how much of a relief or a challenge was it to write, write somebody's, own like a, 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 somebody else's ideas it's terrifying what are you talking about <laughs> because the um the expectation of if it were anybody else i wouldn't do it um because the expectation a lot of times of what people have in their head versus what can feasibly fit onto a page mm. and feasibly go in you know into a sequential art you know movies can't be films there can be film adaptations. Um, you can adapt anything to a comic form, but it's never going to be the initial like idea that you had, unless the the initial idea was a comic. Right. Um, comic adaptations sometimes they're good, and you know you'll see them and you'll go, "Oh, well, they left that out," and you have to think. Oh well, they left that out because it's the same kind of same kind of thing when you adapt somebody else's idea. Sometimes, hmm. um, and it's it's not because that idea wouldn't work. It's just you get somebody else's idea and you have to fit it into the mold of what you can feasibly accomplish with Dan there there wasn't really any barriers because Dan knows his stuff. Dan knows comics. Dan knows how to write comics. Dan knows how to draw comics. Dan knows... I keep talking about Dan. Dan <sighs> knows what a comic should look like on a page. So when he came to me with the idea, when he came up, when he showed me the the Google Drive with all the, the crap like written down, he just like... I, I said, hey man, you gotta get a story together. Show me what you have. He was like, I have the story. And he sent it to me. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> it's all here. So um, it was super easy for me to come in and kind of break that down, make it fit, and uh, kind of turn it into 
a comic because you know everything was already there mm. otherwise like and, and but to be going back to earlier i was terrified at first right. so i was like what did i get what did i get myself into and then i saw what he had already done it's like oh, okay i feel way better now <laughs> And, and so, Dan, what about you for the fact that you've classically, as you said, was writing more comedic stuff? How how much of a leap was this for you to write something that was more serious? How hard was that? Um, okay, well, I've written some other things as well outside of comics. Okay, so I've written, you know, I've published short stories. I've written a novella, things like that. So I'm Play comfortable right? writing. Say what? Playwright. Yeah, I've written, I've written play. I've done, you know, I've done a couple things, you know, I've been around, uh, but you know, right. So I wrote, I've been working on this book of short stories for a while. That is a major departure for me and that it's called in retrospect. It's a long story. And um, the, and that took a very horrific turn. And so when I wrote that, I was like, okay, well I can do it. You know, I, at least I know I have it in me somehow to be able to pull together something a little bit more intense. Mm. So, but I've never written anything this expansive before. You know what I mean? That's why I needed Casey. I needed somebody who could have keep all the strands together, you know, because there's so much, you know, it's like a freight knot at this point. You know, I needed somebody to get the rope back together in one nice piece. And I mean, I, and that's not, I mean, and he's done so much more than that. But I mean, at first it was like, okay, he was coming in as an editor and then he was coming up with these great ideas and, you know, helping me plot out things. I'm like, dude, you just need to just co-write this with me, please. You know, it's and been a blast. Uh, it really has. Oh, been. it's been awesome. But I feel bad for him because I'm a freaking control freak. Okay, <laughs> like I am, and uh, and I don't know how you handle that, but you're doing it really well, at least from my perspective. So thank you. <laughs> like um, if it, like I said earlier, if it were anybody else, it, it like I wouldn't be on this project because it the the degree of trust I have in what you can do and what you can accomplish is uh it trumps any um uh any feels i have where I'm, i would be like because I, I don't have a big ego like and i try not i try to realize that with in myself if if i start going that way mm -hmm. um but uh when when i write sometimes I, I go like, hey, that's that's what I do, and writing this with a friend it has been a lot of fun, and it's been a learning process for me, and um, a uh, just it's been a fun collaboration. Like I, I haven't, can't wait. haven't gotten butt hurt over anything. Like it's, right. it's all fun. Yeah, I'll give it time. Uh, look, but it's uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm looking through forward to two through five. I'm really looking forward to working on those together. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And I think Casey will be like, because I came to the table with a lot of stuff for the first issue. I think Casey's really going to be able to spread his wings a lot more in two through five, you know, mm -hmm. for sure, because we're going to, we're going to, I mean, hopefully at some point we'll be able to get together face to face and be able to sit down for a couple of days and really plot out yeah, you know, how we're going to do fun. like our big grand design of how we're going to pull this whole thing together. That's, that'd be the, that'd be amazing. I keep telling them, come to Austin, we'll work by day. <laughs> we'll go hit up, we'll go hit up the bars at night. You know, we've got some fun. I've, I so. was writing a little bit for two today and um, I've, I've just, there's, I don't want to give anything away. I've just, there was something that I introduced into the story in one that I'm kind of carrying over into two and I've had such, so much fun doing it because it's, uh, 
I, I think it makes it it makes it a little um it makes it a little different from what you would expect from like a, a punch em up comic. Mm. And um it, it's just been a whole lot of fun doing that. And Dan, when when I told Dan my idea in issue one, he was completely on board. And I was, it made me feel at home. It made me feel really comfortable to kind of pull out more ideas rather than just stick to like the 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 program that he had kind of set forth. So thank you for that, by the way. Seriously, it, thank it's you. It's been fun, man. Yeah, man. Well, I wanted, you know, look, I mean, you're great. Whatever. <laughs> you're great. So Sorry, Barney. Did you realize this was going to be some Casey Dan love fest? The whole time? So, anyway. Well, so you said October 13th. Yes. Yeah. October 13th is going to be the launch of, of, of your Kickstarter for Bigfoot Nose Karate. Um, mm -hmm. And we've reached our hour mark. So thank you very okay. much, Dan and Casey, for, for coming on the show. And come back on for issue two. So, absolutely and we'll make sure to, five. yeah yeah absolutely we'll make sure to uh when the uh when the book is completed and done we're going to be uh you know we're going to be sending out pdfs for reviews purposes and stuff like that we'll make sure to get you one of those for sure and if you're interested in a physical copy just let me know i'll get one in the mail to you mm -hmm. so yeah okay. well thank you very much and thanks That's again and, and 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 thanks again for for chatting with us guys this has been great i've been it's been a learning experience and i've been really excited to see what happens in the story now? Barney, I've had awesome. a blast, man. Yeah, it's been great, Barney. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us. You guys, before we go, check out the Comic Jam. Um, check out Dan's uh, Instagram, Danomite. Oh. Um, yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, it's basically where the the well from which this whole thing sprang from. And yeah. then um, BigfootNoseKarate.com. That's right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Danomite 139 robots eat guitar for Casey. Uh, that's both of our Instagrams and Twitters. We're both, I'm Danomite 139 and he's robots eat guitar on Twitter and Instagram as well. Also, uh, check out Voodoo Child is still on Kickstarter. So, yeah, issue uh, two is yeah. on Kickstarter now. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, and, yeah, and all that out. stuff and, and all your links are through bigfootnosekarate.com as well. Yes. So you, you can, can find links that. to everything there. Right. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, guys, and uh, look forward to chatting with you again. Thank Barney, you. enjoy your evening, man. Thank you so much for having Take us on. sir. Banjo. <laughs> you got a banjo? You play the banjo too? Yeah, banjo and uh there's a bass upstairs. I got a 12 string and um a few other random things. I have an accordion over there. So so as a theremin. A theremin. Dude, I really want a theremin. <laughs> so bad. So do you so as Casey as the as the writer of Bigfoot Notes, do you also are you also the one that's in charge of the soundtrack to Big Note Bigfoot Notes Karate? Well, we, we're we're co-writing this and, and like this is pretty much like Dan's his conception completely and I came on later on, but um as far as soundtrack goes, uh I 
I don't know. I think we're pretty much on the same page, Dan and I, for, well, for the most part. Are we live now already? Yeah, let me let me do the intro. That was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> great. like I, I was just gonna keep you know just, just rattling away, but yeah. Here we go. <laughs>